Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls in the Gates. I hope you have been well. Thank you so much, my love, for all the outpour of love and support for the last few episodes and just for showing up for me and the DMs, the love, the texts, and just letting me know that, you know, you resonate with the same journey that I'm going through. And I'm just so appreciative for the community, the community that we've built that allows for conversations like this and allows us to be vulnerable, to take up space and feel as though we aren't alone and we have each other as we walk through life and go through the grit and go through the trenches, right? It's like, who else to do it with than your bestie and then your girlies? So I'm really honored and appreciative of that. Today, I was inspired to talk about, you know, the three things that I'm learning through this tough season of my life right now. And I was mainly inspired actually by Mel Robbins. If you haven't listened into her podcast, she did something of the sort where she talked about the three lessons she learned in her hardest year of life. And I felt so seen. I related so, so heavy to her and what she was talking about. And I think if you enjoy this style podcast, I think you would really enjoy hers as well. I mean, Mel Robbins, I feel like can do no wrong in my book. She is so iconic and such an expert in this space. So you'll have to check her out. And I I like her a lot because she isn't like packaged up perfect, pristine and like has everything figured out. You know, she, I feel like I really connect with her because she keeps it so real and raw. And that's something that I really feel like I try to bring forth in my own content and what I do and how I show up for the community that we cre- we've we created. And so I think you'd really kiki with her too. And I think you'd really like her. So check her out. I This sounds so sponsored right now. It's really not. I I just listened because actually my work friend the other day um, slacked me. Her episode and was like, Bestie, like, I think you would really resonate with this. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a listen. And I was so immersed in Mel Robbins and her energy and her flow and what she was talking about. And I think you would really like her too. So I figured I shared. All that said, cutting to the chase here, as you've seen the last few episodes, I've been extra, extra keeping it a hundo P, keeping it extra raw, vulnerable, no makeup, kikiing, like wine in the glass, crying, you know, rejoicing, and just kiki and giving that vibe with you and me, bestie. And I think we're on a roll here. So today is no stranger to that topic. And I think rolling into this theme here of this season and this era that I feel like I'm in, which I keep saying era because literally the reputation, not reputation tour, but the eras tour for freaking Taylor Swift, y'all. I cannot. The chokehold Taylor Swift has on me right now because actually I'm going um, on Mother's Day. Sorry, mother, but I'm literally seeing my other mother on Mother's Day. So I've been like all up in that Taylor Swift TikTok crap and like so immersed into this eras thing so if you're you're seeing the eras thing it's kind of a nod to my queen taylor swift 
Anywho, but because I'm in this era of maybe not so much the Taylor Swift, the thriving, she's in stadium tours. I'm more so here like figuring out my early 20s, low-key like what the F am I? What the F am I made to do? What's my purpose? How do I find my alignment? Loki, that's where I'm at. Like, we love that juxtaposition. I mean, someone has to bring the balance, right? And I will happily do that. So I'm like, okay, so in this era, in this season of my life so far, what am I learning? And what are the three biggest things that I'm, you know, taking from all the the lessons, all the hardship and all the tribulations that have been arising? What am I doing to, or more so kind of what am I learning through it all? And I wanted to walk through with that through you. <laughs> I wanted to walk this through with you today. So let's get into it. My number one is... You can only be found when you're lost. As I'm walking through this season of feeling like, what am I supposed to do? What am I made to do? I feel kind of this misalignment with low-key a little bit of my career, my business, and creating content, honestly. And again, keeping it super honest, I think that's where I'm at. I feel like because of that misalignment, I feel a little bit lost. I'm, I'm starting to question the things that I'm currently doing. Does it serve me? Does it fulfill me? Because... I firmly believe I want to do things that I truly intrinsically love and if it's a heck yes and it's hard because I remember starting the year with certain goals and a lot of that have shifted and I had so many different intentions coming into this year and a lot of that has shifted and I feel like it's tough when you've set these intentions or you have this clear expectation on why and what things have to be and this tight grasp. But I'm realizing, you know, because of that, I'm starting to feel a little bit lost because I'm not allowing myself some wiggle room and some grace and allowing myself to open up to other possibilities and low-key taking a step back so that I can look at things for what they are, see what's broken, and again, fix what's broken, honestly, because I think... If it's not serving me, if I'm feeling this kind of uncomfortableness, I'm feeling it for a reason. But this is an area of opportunity, right? So I'm really shaping a perspective that will serve me. I'm going to be like, okay, like I'm going through all these things. It's uncomfortable. It's not fun. It's unsexy. I feel a little bit lost, but you know, I'm feeling all these things for a reason. I am feeling this uncomfortableness for a reason this must be a sign what is bothering me where in what areas of life is it bothering me is it in my career is it in my content what is it and this allows me an area of opportunity to recenter refocus recharge and recoup so that i can get myself back on track to what it is that is in that alignment for me and maybe it is creating something new or starting something new or you know Maybe that project that I first started in the beginning of the year has reached its expiration date and allowing myself to have grace with myself and allowing that and knowing that change is the only consistent and constant thing. And I think that's also what is challenging is when there is change and when you realize you have to make some change in order to feel better, feel lighter and feel more clear. I feel like sometimes when you change or shift, it comes with consequences. It comes with, you know, people being like, wait, why are you doing that? You don't do that. Like you used to do this or um, your family, your peers just not understanding or maybe even yourself. You're like me, note to self. I'm Maybe I'm like, Trent, like, why are you doing that? Like this has worked so, so far. But yeah, if it's worked up until now, so be it. And that's great. It's an opportunity to learn and, you know, leverage that as I embark on something new. But the change is the only constant. So I think giving ourselves grace to, 
change our minds and make change and then embrace change is such a beautiful journey in going through that season and allowing you to embrace the newness of what it's supposed to be rather than kind of dragging your feet. Number two is friction is a lesson and a download from the universe and you need to address it or it will drive you insane. And honestly, this was also very inspired by Mel Robbins, hence why I brought her up in the beginning of the episode because she talked a lot about this and I was like, holy crap, this is so me. I resonate so heavy. I need to share this with my besties. But basically, friction, and this kind of cascades from number one very well and segues perfectly, is when you feel that friction, right? Is when you feel that uncomfortableness where you're like, okay, I'm low-key off my compass here. I'm off my North Star. I need to realign. I need to reassess. Um, I'm trying to figure all that out. So low-key, maybe if you're in that season, you might define it again as being lost or feeling overwhelmed because you might not be doing enough of the things that are lighting you up, enough of the things that excite you and fulfill you and align you in your purpose. So you you will feel that misalignment. You will feel that lostness that we're talking about here. And so with that feeling and with that friction, and like I said, what areas in your life are you feeling it? And maybe that's in your job, in your nine to five, or the content you're creating, or not doing enough of the things that you are really passionate about, that you're enthused about. And so with that friction and with that uncomfortability, this uncovers potential, potential to, you know, realign and get back on track to what is aligned for you. And if you don't pay attention to what that you what the signs are, what that gut feeling is, what universe, God, whoever you believe in is trying to tell you and trying to guide you, you're going to be miserable because you're going to continue to feel that calling in the back of your head. You might be choosing to ignore it because you you want to stay doing the same things that you've been doing, the same thing that you committed yourself to. Maybe again, like me, in the beginning of the year, I was like, I have to do X, Y, Z. I have to do X amount of launches in my business. I have to post this type of content. I defined myself and put myself into this box that I so desperately wanted out of. Maybe this is a sign for me to reassess and really feel like, you know what, it's time to be in a bigger box, open myself for other opportunities and embrace what's new. And maybe the same goes for you. Maybe it's time to assess, okay, what is not working for you? Make a list of what is, what isn't. And then if the list of what isn't is longer than what is, you need to fix that. You need to reassess. You need to do the unsexy, going through it, diving headfirst and doing things line by line item. And I say dive in, but you don't have to, you know, reinvent the wheel and reinvent who you are, everything that you're doing all in a day, quit your job, you know, recreate your Instagram account. Like it, that's not what I'm trying to get at. I don't, I'm not trying to be like, Bessie, take an inch and run a mile here. But I do think that if you make a list between the things that you hate and versus things that you do like, what's working, what isn't working, and in the list of what isn't working, let's go through it line by line and let's work through that line by line and let's see what we can do incrementally to make those changes and pivots in your life to make the list of what you do love, what is in your purpose, much bigger, much bolder, and more prevalent in your life, that's how you're going to feel back in your alignment, back in your purpose, and really fulfilled by what you're doing because that's what comes naturally for you, organic for you, and that's in 
your North Star. When you walk by the grace of what you are called to do, there is so much fulfillment, so much abundance, so much more potential than to stay stuck and stagnant when you know your truth, when you know that's no longer serving you, your your current boundaries aren't serving you anymore. It's time for change and to challenge yourself to and to be willing and to be daring enough to have the audacity to challenge yourself and step outside of your comfort zone. And I think my third and final point here, as this all kind of cascades into this last point here, with the uncomfortability, with all the feelings that kind of come up and make you question what you're doing and bringing you forth into a season that makes you feel low-key lost or burnt out or just overwhelmed by things that you don't love and you're just trying to figure out what you're made to do. I always come back to this. Above everything else is getting clear on your purpose and why. Why I started my business to begin with. Why I created content to begin with. Or why I showed up for what I do to begin with. Maybe it's a fitness goal. Whatever it is, I think this keeps me centered in my truth, centered in my raw like inner child and what I know is right for me, what is most aligned for me in the most organic way. And this helps me address everything, right? Because I was trying to think of how I can package it up with like, how can we deal with like low-key comparison that comes when we're trying to realign or the imposter syndrome when you've never done something before and you're trying to, okay, okay, Tran, like I want to try something new, but like I'm having major imposter syndrome here, etc., etc. This is why knowing my purpose, your purpose, your why, my why is so key to it all and above everything else because The comparison won't matter. The imposter syndrome won't matter because you're so defined and clear in your mission and what you're called to do and in this purpose that this is your driving force. This is your fuel to your fire and allows you to persevere and push through even when it's getting tough, even when it's uncomfortable because you know why you started. You know why this means so much to you. And for example, for me, as a first-gen college graduate, as a gay Vietnamese American, one of six boys coming from bankruptcy, all of these things that define me as I've grown up and like have entered my 20s and have experienced life, all of those things are packaged up into my why, into my purpose, and into my you know, compass, my moral compass. And that keeps me going above everything. Because when I come back to this, this allows me to realize, okay, Tran, like you have impact here. People need to see your journey, your path. And I, and I say this to say, not just about myself, but to you as well. I want to relay the same message back to you. When you know why you showed up, why you started to begin with, nothing else matters, whether it be the comparison to other people, whether it be the imposter syndrome of you're going after something new and you're low-key scared, etc etc you know your strengths you know your competitive advantage and that's your competitive advantage that's what makes you different that's what makes you a force not to be reckoned with so know your strengths know why you started and leverage this to keep on going and gain clarity for a season that might feel challenging might feel tough but you are so clear though in your mission and in your why that will always stand true that will always be your common thread so when you feel lost come back home to this and take steps that are aligned in that feeling in your why in your calling 
And with time, all of your efforts will compound, the steps you take will give you clarity as you choose, and you will land yourself into other areas of life and opportunities that you never could have prepared for because you took steps that were aligned for you. You let go of things that weren't aligned and you were daring enough to stay in your purpose, to stay unwithered in why you started. And the last thing I want to leave you with is every season has a purpose. I know right now I'm talking about a really tough season and just a season where I personally also feel lost and overwhelmed, burned out, and I wanted to share that and relay that to you. But I myself have trust and faith that this season itself is serving me as well. The good, the bad, the ugly. I want it all because the contrast is what allows me to have the full human experience. And I've talked about this in the last few episodes already, but truly it's just like mother nature, right? Or, you know, the weather, you can't have like the freaking flowers that come in the spring. If you didn't have the May showers, whatever that saying is like, it's like spring flower, spring showers, bring May flowers. I can never get that analogy right to save my life, but you see what I'm saying, right? Like Every season comes naturally. Every season comes at its own pace, organically. Like, we don't control the weather. We don't control when it's fall, winter, spring. It just comes with time. It flows in. It leaves us. It passes us. After the rain, we have the rainbow. After the rain, we have the sunny days. Everything just happens, and the cookie will crumble. And I think the more we let life flow, the more we are open to what life is supposed to teach us, what the seasons are supposed to teach us, what it brings. We're able to shift our perspective and have so much more gratitude for every season for what it is. For for this case, in this example, like we have gratitude for the summer because it's warm and gratitude for the winter because we think of sitting by the fire, Christmas, etc. right? Like we have different things that we associate it with. And the same thing applies when you're walking into different seasons of your life. If it's challenging or if it's good, you know during the challenge there are better days ahead. Or during the good days, you're able to bask in it a little bit longer because you're so appreciative and thankful for those good days. And it all kind of makes up for your full life experience and just enjoying the process rather than the product. Enjoying exactly where life is, exactly at how it's presenting itself to you by being organic, surrendering, and being open to what it's teaching you. And I think just having an open mind to all of it has allowed me to also be open to the lessons I'm learning and allowing me to realign myself and not having such a tight grasp on what life needs to be, what I have expected it to be, etc. And I think that's ha- that's allowed me to walk in so much more abundance and joy in more ways than I could have ever expected prepared for, even though it's been tough. And so I'm ever so grateful for taking up space with you today. Thank you so much for joining me in on today's conversation. I really hope it resonated with you. And until next time, my love, I will catch you so soon. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.